it just goes on and on and on. If we can really grasp that there is no end to the diversity, to the creativity of consciousness as it expresses in form, that theoretically should limit our belief in anything other than self. Everything is self. The aliens are coming here, they're us. The amazing thing about the mushrooms is that they speak. They talk to you. They will answer questions, carry on conversations. Psilocybin just pulls up a chair on the porch and puts its feet up. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Psilocybin Says. I'm your co-host, Eric Osborne. Today on this episode, my lovely wife and I will be talking about... uh, How do we even call them? What do we even say? Uh, UAPs is a word that's getting thrown around right now, but the conversation really revolves more about around the mm, entities, the individuals, the aliens themselves. This is something that I've been wanting to talk about. (laughs) Well, I do talk about semi-regularly, okay, almost every day at this point. And I'm not ashamed, I'm not embarrassed, because as we share in this podcast, there has officially been some level of disclosure from the U.S. government that there have been off-world vehicles recovered, that there have been hundreds of sightings, radar tracking of phenomena uh, in the skies and under the sea and moving between both that we don't have any explanation for. At least that's the public uh, statement. (laughs) Is there knowledge of what's really going on? Don't know, but we do know that there is finally an acknowledgement that there's something going on that we don't understand. I think this is really actually super important. What could be more expansive for human consciousness than to know that there is intelligent life not only in other galaxies and on other planets, but that this intelligent life has the ability to travel here, communicate with us, and engage with our technology. There's some really interesting stuff out there in this world if you haven't been paying attention to the conversation. We touch on some of it here, but it's a deep rabbit hole. And yes, there are some absolute flakes out there, and there are some very serious scientists out there that are studying these occurrences, and there's some people like us that are just in the middle trying to figure it out. I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope that it doesn't lead to any one of us getting abducted. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share our content if you would. Go check out the Psilocybin Says YouTube page. Every week I'm doing a live Q&A called On Psilocybin that is recorded and posted on YouTube. It is open to the public. You can join and ask any questions, share any stories, make any comments you want. There is nothing that we can't talk about on psilocybin. Hope to see you there. Happy to have you here and sending you much love, prosperity, and joy in your day and wishing you a few alien adventures.
Can't uh, make fun of me anymore. Because of the Pentagon releasing the documents? Everybody knows <laughs> now. Not everybody. Not most people, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> that is the X-Files theme music. Because today we're talking about one of my favorite topics. Extraterrestrials. <gasps> Not extraterrestrials. They might be extra ETs? dimensionals. We don't know. Dolores You're Cannon calls them ETs. And she says they don't like it. Really? Yeah, she says they don't like being called ETs. Huh. Okay. Well, I would we trust have, her judgment over have mine. To, <laughs> have to uh, come up with a whole slew of pronouns for the mm. for the newcomers. So wait, what do they like being called? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Them beings, them entered. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. There I do. Know, they, I do. Them. I do remember her saying that they didn't like to be called ETs. Okay. Maybe because they have a terrestrial home of their own. Gosh, I wish I would have known that we were gonna talk about this, and I would have brushed up on my Dolores Cannon radio. Well, you've show. been nothing but a fucking skeptic for as long as I've known you. Until recently, so I'm going to be the authority it's, here. It's not, oh, <laughs> which you are very comfortable <laughs> in that role, might I add. Uh, and that's okay. Um, it's not that I've been a skeptic at all. You've just made fun of me I've every just time made fun I of you because it it's, it's just like the amount, from my perspective, up until... A couple weeks ago. I've got so many other things to think about and put my energy towards than trying to fact check or debunk whatever all these fringe UFO spotters. Like, I haven't understood the point. I'm like, yeah, of course, of course there's other beings. Many's. There has to be. Like... By the powers of deduction, we are not alone in this universe. It's impossible. Of course, we're not I agree alone. With that, However, like how much time? Like I'm on this planet right now to like I'm trying to level up in the Earth school. I didn't come from this planet. I'm pretty sure. Well, maybe that's one of the reasons they're here is to help you level up, and you're ignoring them. <laughs> well, that's how I've been feeling more and more. <laughs> In the last couple of weeks. It's kind of like the psychedelic thing. You know, mm -hmm. for decades, the psychedelic aficionados were made fun of and ridiculed. And now psychedelics are the cutting edge therapy. <laughs> and for all these years, the UFO spotters have been the lunatics. And come to find out, the government really has been hiding knowledge of off-world vehicles and this has finally been disclosed albeit in a still rather shrouded in a layer of we don't know what it is i think they know <laughs> what it's known they know 
I can only assume that they know a lot more in general and always than they lead. All right. So if you are not paying attention to what's going on out in the big wide world around this topic, I'm not going to hold it against you. But personally think that it is one of the most important conscious shifting occurrences that has ever happened in modern human history. The disclosure of technologies and entities from realms or planets that we don't know where they came from. What are you referring to when you say the revealing of technologies and like specifically okay, what's so going in, on? In what is it? Where are we at now? 2022? <laughs> yeah, so in 2020, yes. very shortly after COVID took up all the attention there was a disclosure by the pentagon you can look this up that there were off-world vehicles recovered why are you fucking smirking at me <laughs> this shit sorry. is so real it's just how ev- it's, it's so <laughs> this is the beginning of every like whenever you <laughs> go on any like because people YouTuber, don't believe it you know i know it's just so funny because it's like when you're <laughs> in the midst of being like uh, <laughs> when you're a fringe thinker or whatever you want to call it conspiracy theorist oh, fuck that, or whatever saying. i know but any youtuber that puts out any information like this that most people don't know about yet it always starts out with all the things you just <laughs> said. Most recently, because you finally... You can look this up. No, well, I mean, I'm, that's because for all these years, people have been like, oh, where's your proof? Uh, well, if the government doesn't say it, then it ain't true. If the government says there's not UFOs, they say it's a conspiracy. Right. Well, guess what? Now the people that you trust are telling you that there have been off-world vehicles recovered. Not only that... But there have been nuclear warheads that have been disarmed. There have been nuclear, si- nuclear si- multiple nuclear silos that have been completely disarmed and shut down by orbs that float above them, sometimes for hours at a time. If I wanted to look this up, what would I type in? Just, Just like fucking Google UFO it. disarms. Pentagon, you can look up Pentagon disclosure of UFO off-world vehicles or whatever. I've, when people have mocked me, I've pulled it up and just Google the terms Pentagon disclosure off-world vehicles. Do you have any like particularly great sources that you go to to check on these things that you feel like are just great um, stand-up? Gosh. Fact checkers sources. I mean, I, I listened to the congressional hearing that talked about, you know, was it about two, four weeks ago. There was another or the first congressional hearing in 50 years. 50 years ago, there was a hearing, public hearing about this phenomenon that was there was a lot of dismissal in that. And even in this modern modern one, there's still a lot of, like I said, this kind of shroud of. We don't really know what it is, and maybe they don't. Maybe they do. If they're if if they're acknowledging that they've recovered vehicles 
and then they're saying we don't know what it is there's inconsistency there that somebody knows something so right. the options that they're throwing around right now consist of drones what? from other countries which this is these things have these sightings have been happening since the 40s and 50s um, so that's pretty much very easily ruled out uh, the way that these things function it's suspected I was watching something yesterday talking about the g-force and this was a a uh, Navy pilot, I think, they're talking about the G-Force that would have been uh, whatever created it inside of that craft at the movement that was doing that no no, no human could... Uh, That's what he said. Yeah, could, could withstand it. And In the no, hearing. This wasn't a hearing. This was a... They were analyzing videotapes. There are multiple video recordings from... Air Force pilots that track these things. They were analyzing the recordings in the hearing. No, this was a separate oh. thing from the hearing. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm oh, like, so I want. I feel like the hearing is something that, like, that is, like you're saying, people hear the government is releasing information, mm-hmm. and the fact that they had a public mm-hmm. hearing about it. That's something that. Th- most people do not know about or are aware yeah. of. So they just had this hearing for what? Like, I still don't understand the purpose of the hearing. I, you know, I forget why exactly it came. I think there was a couple of senators. There's this one senator that I've been, I have been following him on social media. God, I can't remember his name right off the top of my head, but there's a, a the senator who is like, this shit, y'all need to make this shit public. We need to, we want to know, the people want to know is important now that people know what is going on and what you know. And so there was some internal pressure. There was also pressure from the public. Um, but, I, you know, I think that in large part what's happening is that it's just getting so uh, maybe not common, but it's happening so frequently enough that there are well-deserved questions to be answered. And it's you're when you've got like the one that happened out off of California where the Air Force fighter pilots were tracking and following this thing like it was moving a step ahead of them. Like there's a whole story mm-hmm. that they relate of how they were tracking it, following it, um, and then it disappeared in front of them and then reappeared at the coordinates where they were supposed to meet at a future point hmm. and it went into the ocean it was this tic-tac the tic-tac that you oh. heard, heard people talk about yeah that f- dropped something like sixty thousand feet in like two seconds something like that and then went into the ocean this was all monitored this has all been publicly reported and so uh-huh. do you mind if i share this i just looked it up because i wanted to get a little That's clarity fine, whatever, yeah. so <clears throat> In this article by the Huffington Post, it says that the Pentagon formed a group in November of 2021 to investigate investigate and identify UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomena, after a highly anticipated declassified report, which is the one that you referred to, earlier in 2021 identified 143 
UAP incidents that couldn't be explained. And apparently Scott Bray, the deputy director of Naval Intelligence, said the database has since grown significantly and now includes around 400 UAP incidents. None, he said, are believed to be non-terrestrial in origin. Uh, hold on. I got an article here I can't open because it's behind a paywall that is um, Pentagon has recovered off-world vehicles, not from Earth. March astrophysicist Eric Davis spent years working as a consultant uh, for the Pentagon UFO program. He's now a defense contractor. Uh, here's Popular Mechanics. Here's a Popular Mechanics uh, bombshell. The government wants, government's once clandestine. Oh, my gosh. So... This guy from the Navy is saying none of these UAPs are essentially believed to be. Well, I don't know where that's where you're getting that because this says uh, Pentagon UFO unit in the spotlight report mentions off-world vehicles not made on this earth. Uh, He gave a classified briefing describing retrievals from off-world vehicles not made on this earth. The unidentified UAP task force uh, was described in the Senate Committee. uh, Unit standardized collection on reporting identified aerial phenomenon. Um, So, anyway, this goes through to say that they have found, here's this astrophysicist, uh, said he also gave briefings on the recovery of unexplained objects to staff members as we have said previously, the Department of Defense and all the military departments take any incursions by unauthorized aircraft into our ranges seriously. Blah, 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 blah. It's just, anyway, going on to say that they have recovered off-world vehicles. So, I don't know. That's, and that is a problem with all this, is the mixed information. And that is, God, there's all kinds of articles about the recovery. So- And after this 90-minute public hearing concluded, the subcommittee followed up with a closed-door classified briefing. So what's this green pyramid video they're talking about? Um, They're probably the the triangle thing that's flying around. Yeah. Um, There's an interesting type of U.S.-created classified aircraft that has been declassified in the last few years uh that it is being it's being said by the you know the fringies that (laughs) (laughs) it was back engineered from alien technology or this off-world technology right Uh, and that's a consistent thing that you hear across the board is that we have been gifted and we have recovered and re-engineered craft that can do what these things can do. And I would like to go back and say that throughout history, in almost every civilization, you can very easily point to traditions that claim of beings coming from the sky. Mm-hmm. So it's funny to me that this has been such a laughed at ludicrous topic because it's even stated in the bible in the christian bible the people who are laughing at 
people like me, don't realize that their very own sacred text says that this has happened. What is the quote? Something about chariots and coming uh, there's from the several sky? About, there's the Enoch was taken up in the sky on chariots of fire. Blatantly, it says that the angels and fallen angels saw the daughters of men as beautiful and came down and mated with them and had the created the Nephilim or the giant race in the, oh, what's the Sumerian tablets, the Epic of Gilgamesh and and, and those earliest stories of creation talk about humanity being created as an experiment by these civilizations not on this planet. I mean, if you've got hmm. if you've got all these they s- talk about that specifically yeah. us oh, yeah. being an experiment for sure created by them. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. South America, there's tons of very old Mayan references to these gods that came from the sky and even in Egyptian culture it's it's by many is maintained that these gods were not human or purely human you know so so you think there's some truth to the whole Adam and Eve scenario <laughs> like, like they ate apple no. <laughs> like, like there was a man and a woman placed here that would then yes. I think there is. Procreate. Yeah. Yeah. You can't explain the evolutionary leap that was witnessed in the fossil record from... I can't explain it. Nobody can. (laughs) Nobody can. They're like, how the fuck did this happen over 100,000 years? And it wasn't mushrooms. Never heard an explanation yet. Um, Well, Terrence McKenna talks about the stone stone ape theory theory and all that. And maybe there is some relevancy there. But if if the oldest traditions maintain that there was whatever this interaction and we have throughout human history various forms of documentation of or reporting of these vehicles coming here and beings coming here and then now in modern time when we have very sophisticated equipment that we can we see these things happening and we have no apparent explanation for them they completely defy the laws of physics and everything that we understand about how reality and matter works then it's like such an arrogant i think it's an arrogant and fearful perspective to dismiss it as a bunch of crazies and to just like i don't know just yeah just that yes i i agree i feel like um well of course what comes to mind for me right off the bat are my experiences in the mushroom space Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which there have been numerous times where one time in particular where i clearly felt like i was talking with and being laughed at the beings that put mushrooms on earth mm-hmm. to like I felt like they were poking fun at me like ha ha you forgot why you were here now we're like reminding you why you're here and also it's kind of a game that we play and ha ha like you're in it and sorry not sorry and I just felt really annoyed with them and in the experience, I felt there was no 
question or doubt in my mind that that is what happened and that like we were all Mm -hmm. a part of this game that they're playing on us Mm -hmm. is what what my perspective was in the trip and then i came out of it and i was like that was crazy Mm -hmm. huh Uh huh and then i kind of moved on Mm -hmm. (laughs) but and then there was there was other trips where i more specifically remembered that like in the experience i remembered that the mushrooms are found by the i don't really know how else to say this other than privileged ones who are open and ready to remember like the reasons why we're here and Mm -hmm. like the mushrooms are kind of like an access point to memories Mm -hmm. that we lost upon coming into our bodies on earth Mm -hmm. and um yeah so what are your perspectives on like what do you call what do you want to call them the others them the interdimensional beings and mushrooms mm-hmm. i don't think it's a consi- it's a coincidence that we're seeing this exposure to both simultaneously and i think it is relevant that the mayan who were the most mushroomy people ever like most documented mushroom culture, period, were also some of the most extraterrestrial. At least they had a lot of mythology around these these beings. I also think that in referring back to Judeo-Christian literature where it, it talks about the mushrooms, it's like it says, you know, manna, you can argue, and it's, it is, for me, it is... Uh, incontrovertible truth that manna in the Old Testament is describing mushrooms, not psychedelic mushrooms, but mushrooms. And in later on in the Bible somewhere it says that uh, the Israelites were given the food of angels to eat in the desert. And even in Jamaica they used to call, I've heard it, mushrooms called uh, dubby food, ghost food, or spirit food. Mm Mm-hmm. And so there seems to have always been an association with mushrooms and angels, spirits, otherworldly, other dimensional beings. And when we go into the mushroom space, it is not uncommon for people to experience entities like you're talking about, and even more strikingly, to experience similar entities from different people who are not connected so the i'm I'm hesitating because it still sounds so fringy but the praying mantis Mm -hmm. type of alien that people have many 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 people have encountered this these insectoid aliens in their mushroom trips and they come out and they're like what the fuck was that and and i have worked with people who have not been involved in the psychedelic community. They did not have any kind of front-loading or pre-suggestion of this that had these experiences that came out were like, uh, so I experienced this. Has has you ever heard anything like this? And you're like, yeah, not only have I heard of something like this, but it's it's not super uncommon. So I think, that's, I think it's relevant. Um, and I think that mushrooms are more than much, 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 much more than a tool for our mental health. I feel very confident in saying that psilocybin is one of the most incredible tools that we have for exploring reality. 
for seeing and experiencing things that we can't normally see because of you know our tuning what is even more telling for me is my personal experience outside of my head i've had lots of experiences where i've been operated on by these aliens insect aliens reptile aliens little gray aliens like all the kind of tropes that you see i've had that, i've had that happen multiple 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 occasions but what has happened twice i'm going to share i know you've heard this a thousand times but uh what has happened to me twice and that was also shared with individuals uh who some were and some were not had consumed mushrooms that night um but was actual visual encounters and so there have been two times there have been more than two times that I've experienced some kind of phenomena or what felt like contact, but two times it was at a certain window of the of the mushroom experience where well after the peak, you know, that period where you're just hanging out and talking and you're not seeing things that aren't there, you're not just like way out there you're just still obviously feeling the mushrooms you're feeling that kind of like connectedness that lightness that humor and all that comes after a mushroom trip and being directly contacted inside of my head standing there it was it was almost the exact same scenario both times except for one time was me and two other people and one time was me and mo- several other people the first time about two hours after the peak hanging out uh, outside just talking and feel a an absolute pull from the sky at the top of my head compelling me to look up and just felt like some kind of a pressure I've described like a tractor beam and I looked up and when I did there was a star that had my attention and I'm what the heck and and this star started to get closer and closer and closer this light until it got about the size of a a nickel in the sky and then when I slapped my smacked my buddy's shoulder next to me I was like hey hey look at this and he looked up and my ex-wife who was there looked up she had not taken any mushrooms and he had taken mushrooms and we all three saw this light that at this time time was the size of a uh, a nickel just like immediately shot up into the sky and kind of did a dip and then trailed off at incredible speed. And they all saw it, and they were like, what the fuck was that? And I was like, yeah, and how did it get in my head kind of thing? And that was the first time that that happened, and I was absolutely rattled for days, weeks, probably. probably. I mean, I still think about it, and I'm just like, what the fuck was going on there? What did you want, and who are you? So you're saying, like, if you were to hold up a nickel, like, with your hand, it was about that size? Yeah, if I was, like, holding a a nickel out at arm's length. Okay. Right? It went from being the size of a star way up, Uh and it got closer and closer and closer. That's really big. It got big, yeah. And, I mean, I was like, what the fuck? And, And it just, like, zipped off into the sky. And then trailed off. And then the second time I was in Jamaica after a, uh, a mushroom trip, about the same window of time, again, hanging out there on a rooftop, uh, full night stars. And I just felt compelled to look to my left. And when I did, 
in the light of the lighthouse that was spinning around at the top of the mountain there, there was a silver-looking tic-tac. looked like a little tic-tac. And it was just like moving in a straight line. If I had to guess the distance that it covered while I was watching it, it was probably like a mile maybe. Mm-hmm. And then in the while it was in the light of the lighthouse, it just blipped gone. It was just gone. You know, when those things happen, I don't ever try to put ideas into my head because I'm trying I'm trying to confirm or deny whether or not it really happened. And there was a another facilitator there who was a licensed therapist who had not taken any mushrooms and she said did anybody else just see that? And I asked her to describe what she saw. And she said, I just saw a little silver, looked like a the shape of a grain of rice, but it was, you know, about a couple of inches long, at least from our perspective. And it was just traveling in a line and then just was gone. And it was exactly the same thing that I had seen. And I don't know, it, those things, how do they not cause you to question the reality that you're in. And so for probably millions, God knows how many people have had experiences of seeing these kinds of things. And if they brought it up to their family or to their friends, they were laughed at. I mean, how many times I've t- shared that story with people and they're like, oh yeah, what kind of drugs are you on? Oh, mushrooms. Oh, you're smoking. mushrooms are good. What were you drinking? <laughs> <laughs> and so to have whatever limited acknowledgement there is by the authorities that there is something going on that we don't understand is very satisfying. Yeah, I can imagine. It blows me away, though, how, like, nobody seems to give a shit. And I don't know if that's because we're just not cognitively ready for it. You know, like your parents. Talk to your parents about this a few times. And your dad still is just like, ah, whatever, it's bullshit. Or, ah, he doesn't doesn't seem to believe it. And then you bring the Pentagon stuff, he's like, hmm. All right, well, I don't know. And it's like, how can you not be just so curious? Like, what what can shake up? Well, I think it's a defense mechanism. It's like a generational defense mechanism. After the war on drugs and this, like, debunking era, seeing all these people in their theories and crazy talk, and it's debunked, it's debunked. Like, science has debunked it, and... Mm. Being in that generation where you're like, maybe that generation, maybe like my parents, my dad, for instance, has believed various things and then been kind of like really let down Mm. by the debunking. And it's kind of like now has this mechanism of protection. Like, I'm not going to put my energy into that. That's fake news, you know? So maybe I can understand to a degree. And then and, and also like religion. Going with my dad, for an example, had... He was completely non-religious. No, but he grew up in a church where they were speaking in tongues and like... Oh, really? Yes. Of course. Yeah, that's why he's not religious. Of course. <laughs> of course he did. Everybody who did I just thought, you know, you've heard him talk about this enough times. Yeah, I guess I remember now him talking about the... He's been so traumatized by being in churches and people talking crazy talk mm-hmm. and manipulating people mm-hmm. and him directly seeing how negatively that impacted mm-hmm. his mother mm-hmm. my grandmother and so he's 
burned. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do so have concerns that this is going to be used to manipulate people and to just instill fear in people, you know. Yeah, well, even like in that that article that I was reading in the Huffington Post, mm. that um, Marine officer guy was saying that we need to do a better job of tracking and identifying these potential threats. Threats. Yeah. <clears throat> Very clearly, like this could be a threat, which, like, yeah, and it could also be not a threat maybe like a friend yeah why do we look at everything like as a threat why can't we look at it like it's maybe a teacher or here to help we're so you know like scared if, as a culture if like. you've got the if those things have the ability to shut down nuclear warheads and all the stuff that has been documented then if they were going to hurt us wouldn't they have done something by now like what are they waiting for us to like develop like are they waiting for us to create like a better potato chip or something <clears throat> like a better potato <laughs> chip i mean what more could you know it's like we have maybe reached <clears throat> well the our high I- point as a cult <laughs> as a society i don't know well the irony is that going from dolores cannons uh, all of the past life regressions the Mm -hmm. thousands of people that have gotten into that subconscious mind and commute like she's communicated with all of these well not all of these but like them as she calls them Mm -hmm. and her what she talks about is that they them the beings Mm -hmm. have communicated over and over and over again that like this is why they are dearming like the nuclear stuff going on. This is why they're like coming and appearing more and more is to prevent us from blowing each other up mm-hmm. and that they are appalled and confused mm-hmm. more like just totally baffled mm-hmm. as to why we kill each other. And why we do harm upon our own mm-hmm. kind. Mm-hmm. And that's like one one of the most baffling parts about this experiment that they have created is mm-hmm. that aspect. And that if it gets to a certain level and a certain point where we could really hurt the planet, mm-hmm. that that would then impact, like be a ripple effect into their dimension. I mean, I can't deny that there is a uh, certain level of hope that I have that, you know, when the inevitable time comes that countries start flinging nukes at each other, that some fleet of spaceships comes down and just shuts all that shit down and says, okay, you guys, you don't, you don't deserve these toys that you have. You're going to have to do without for a while, you know, or... Yeah, you're, you're not the most powerful beings here, and you're gonna have to acknowledge that, and you're gonna have to learn some lessons. It kind of comes into some of the difficult to prove stuff that seems like there's now value in revisiting if we are finding that there are really these potential alien civilizations that are traveling to Earth or interdimensional or whatever, and then we have the traditions, stories of 
kind of Earths that existed before, like the Atlantis stuff, and how, at, at least according to some of these alternate histories that are trying to put pieces together, which I value, don't think the Earth by any means is a 6,000-year-old ball that God put in motion on Sunday or whatever. And I also find it hard to believe that this rock has been here for billions of years and only in the last 6,000 years has there been any really highly developed civilization. I don't, I don't buy that. And so when we have these traditions, and even, I believe it was Socrates or Plato, I think it was Plato, uh, spoke of Atlantis, right? There, there, there are actual historical mentions of Atlantis and Lemuria and these continents that existed out in the Atlantic, and that when they achieved a certain technological height and they became irresponsible with what they had learned and obtained, they basically destroyed themselves. Those that did survive that collapse went to basically split up between Africa and South America, and that's why you have very similar um, structures. You've got pyramids in both South America and Africa, you've got this notion of uh, the sun god, the divine rulership associated with mushrooms in both Egypt and uh, South American culture. There's just some really interesting consistencies there that seem to somehow have developed parallel in parallel without contact, but maybe more likely, or at least what's being proposed by uh, some is that the similarities are because the founders of those civilizations came from the same parent civilization. Mm. So, you know, obviously a lot of this stuff is just pure speculation. Nobody really knows. You know, saying that people are getting this kind of shit telepathically is not, that doesn't do anything for me. Oh, like the Dolores, Dolores Cannon thing. And all that. I mean, it's okay. Oh. It's It's interesting. And when I listen to it, and some of it supports the experiences that I've had with mushrooms where, you know, having been told, or, you know, there are several experiences I've had where I, it's been illustrated to me in a certain way, this kind of intergalactic um, push and pull. I used to say battle, but it's more like a balance of, you know, the positive and negative um, that mm-hmm. has been going on forever and will go on forever, and that we are a part of it whether we know it or not you know but Mm -hmm. what is really relevant is that we are seeing physical objects in mass like that told you about that one the video of it the, the queen's um thing the queen of england they had some kind of a display Oh, yeah. And there was one of those orbs, that a silver orb that floated, like sped through the vapor trail left by the fighter jets. And then there was another one. And I also heard a, there was another one in Florida that was just recently captured at at a military display. And that's one of the interesting reports that I was listening to a couple of days ago from a naval officer that said, you know, like, there are more and more people that are, speaking out and i mean i don't see their fucking id i'm not checking their credentials they're online it could be completely fake i take it all with a grain of salt but 
the more comes out and the more consistency you hear and, and, and the more voices that are coming from these authoritative places, then the more seriously I take it. And this guy was saying that for a very long time that the, U, the U.S. and governments around the world have been staging um, nuclear tests in the effort to draw the attention and the presence of these beings. And that many, many times after a nuclear test is when these things show up. To think that we are potentially enticing them in ways, mm -hmm. uh, that's very interesting to me too. Yeah. I care about this. No kidding. I, I care about like the the real stuff that we can experience now is what I'm saying. Like yeah. it's the, the Atlantis and all that kind of stuff and thinking about our technology now and what kind of trajectory we're on and whether or not aliens are going to come and thwart a nuclear war or whatever. Like that's just fanciful thinking. But what is isn't is these real world experiences that real human beings are having mm -hmm. and trying to understand the implications of that. I think there is a lot of value in getting that perspective of we are not alone. Acknowledging that even there could be this, these beings, mm -hmm. all kinds of maybe other beings mm -hmm. that are not on earth. And like that raises the conversation around who we are mm -hmm. to a whole other mm -hmm. level mm -hmm. for me personally helps put a lot of stuff into perspective that feels really big sometimes like day-to-day -day stuff like oh, i don't feel like uh, i don't feel like doing the dishes mowing the yards and somebody's like, mowing the fucking yard next to us right so. yeah and i mean it's yeah those little annoyances Charlie seem hilarious when just just even allowing myself to step into hey maybe I came here to like experience earth and all this dumb little annoying things maybe that's like maybe this is part of it maybe I don't know like maybe I'm gonna figure out why all these little annoying things throughout my life happen and whatever. Like there's more to life than mm -hmm. just this 80 years, maybe mm -hmm. right here mm -hmm. that I perceive that I maybe that I think I only have in this body and then it's over. Like maybe there's a lot more than that. If there's beings coming right. to visit us right? in who, I don't know. There's just so many possibilities that, put things into perspective well if you think about how globalization shaped our human experience you know we went from for the most part this very localized tribal mentality to okay now there's boats or vehicles that can travel long distances so we can go and explore other lands there are people that are outside of our world and initially when at least the Europeans contacted them like they weren't people right they were subhuman mm -hmm. and over time we came to through a lot of trial and tribulation recognize that 
we're all human beings here, despite the color of your skin and the mm-hmm. way that your body is stru- structured. And then now, if we expand that awareness out into other planets or galaxies or even dimensions, if that's what mm-hmm. it ends up being, then there will surely be a time where we view those as other, but eventually, I suspect, will come a time when we view them as like ourselves, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. that just kind of seems to be the natural progression, which is what I really look forward to. And I think that's like the most exciting thing about this is being able to you know, blow our perspective out to where we're not so focused on our little world. And even if we just focus on the earth, it's still a very self-centered and egotistical perspective. I, mean, I remember as a kid hearing a priest would ar- arguing with me about, you know, whatever the Bible was saying that God made the earth and it just being this idea that the earth is the biggest and baddest and best thing that could ever be. And that's so obviously just like such an egotistical way of thinking. So to be able to be able to have that big of a shift in understanding what it means to be a sentient life form and that diversity is <laughs> so much more than uh, gender or ethnicity like it is yeah it, there's so much different more out there species different races if even that i mean it's just like the i feel i feel like we don't have really as a human race we don't really have a lot of respect for all of the manifestations that consciousness can appear in and that's like in the animal kingdom that's and so so like it just goes on and on and on. And if we can really grasp that there is no end to the diversity, to the creativity of consciousness as it expresses in form, then that theoretically should limit our belief in anything other than self. Everything is self. Every, if the aliens are coming here, mm-hmm. they're us. Right. You know? Yeah. Kind of. That's kind of where my thinking goes with it. Like following that train of thought of it all being us. To me, that brings in the question of, well, then what has us showing up in different physical forms that we can see? Like... What has us showing up as a dog or us? What do you mean what has us showing up? Well, what is the purpose and Mm. what's behind us divvying up into all these different pictures? I think it's just fun. You think it's just fun? I think it's just fun, honestly. How come it doesn't feel fun a lot of the time? It's like that big joke you talk about, you know? (laughs) 
It's like yeah. it doesn't feel fun till you get the punchline. Then you're like, oh, fuck, this was a joke all along. Yeah. It can't be fun all the time. So that it can it be fun. So that it can be fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like um, I, I really feel uh, Abraham talking about when you die, like the first thing that happens when you cross over is that you just bust out laughing because you get the fucking joke. Yeah. And that has happened to me so many times on mushrooms. Like after I go through that. Right. Letting go death and finally I'm like, oh my God, you got yeah. me again. again. How did you do it? And and that's what it seems like it is all consciousness hiding in itself in the form of another so that we can eventually get the big joke. Uh, and that's what I, if I had, if I had any kind of personal growth goal, goal, it would be to realize that more and more and more and just like laugh at the fucking game. Cause it's such big. And like, even like the alien thing, like this whole thing is like, of course there's something coming from, uh, of course there is like, of course there is. Yeah. And like how funny and silly is it of us to act like we're surprised? Right. That's what I as well cannot. I'm stunned every time when this topic comes up and people are like, what? There's aliens? Like what? Huh? Mm. Yeah. It's obviously something we don't see every day. We don't see ships in the sky that aren't airplanes or helicopters or whatever human ships but like to see people maybe think about it kind of like sincerely for the first time is mm. interesting to me it, it you know and it really wouldn't be that's so cool i've never really thought about this but you know it surprises me when it's not a big deal to people that this right. is being, coming out but it would take a very short amount of time for it to just be like, oh, well, okay, there's totally the, accepted. yeah, there's the Pleiadians. Oh, there goes the Pleiadians. Yeah. They're back around for a visit. Yeah. Uh -oh. That is also <laughs> so fascinating how quickly we will just adopt so whatever our mommies and daddies <laughs> tell us is real. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, that's real. Like, you're telling me that's real? Yeah. Well, I'm supposed to trust you, right? Like, you take care of me, right? So, like, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I've been thinking about that with <laughs> our, with our kids and this topic in particular. How you know we grew up where aliens or UFOs, mm -hmm. all that was just science fiction, and now we're talking about it as if it's real. That's just one generation. Boom! All of a sudden, this this entire other world went from being imagination to oh, yep, it's real. Like like, right? Almost overnight. Yeah, I know it's really funny to imagine like even just a hundred years from now how hilarious we will look to like future generations yeah I, oh you thought you're so cool starting a psychedelic church Duh. <laughs> like that's what we've always done that's like cannabis think about how many decades cannabis was just this devil's lettuce you know and now it's just fucking you know of course right. kentucky still hasn't legalized oh my gosh you can get that delta eight though baby what's up <laughs> I, yeah. I blended the delta eight with the delta nine last night i could tell something was different i was fucking wonky 
something was different. Ah. I could feel your your aura. That's why you <laughs> as got me. soon as I walked in the door, <laughs> I'm like, that man took at least some kind of delta something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, aliens, come say hi. I know you're I know you're on our side. I know we're friends, so you can come visit anytime. Maybe we could interview somebody with some rad alien experience. I'd be down. Sometime. Yeah. Especially if it involves any kind of, if it is informed further by or previously by mushroom experience, even better. Yeah. Reach out if that's you. Yeah. <laughs> we want to hear about uh, it. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not saying we're going to interview you <laughs> like, for sure. I'm just saying we will, you know, consider. We'll vet you first. Yeah, you will be vetted. So yeah. make sure if you reach out, it's going to be worthwhile <laughs> of your time. Uh, it was really one of the most profound experiences. And I keep kind of waiting for, like, is there going to be another one? Am I gonna, are they going to come back? Oh, they will. I hope so. I mean, it, it. it's really in the last few weeks here particularly, it's had me kind of considering whether or not I should try to reach out to them. How would you do that? Did I show you that video of that guy in L.A. that was on the news show? They did a lot. They did this live interview with him. There was this guy out in L.A. who uh, said that he could call UFOs and they would show up. And he had over 1,500 supposedly documented experiences they have them on camera the 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 interviewer is like seems the interviewer seems very skeptical he's like okay let's go ahead let's see it and the guy goes into his whole like basically like a meditation that he has and the interviewer and cameraman are there and then like all of a sudden they're like holy shit what's look and and like they're videoing (laughs) course this is in la there there's a high probability well there have been after i after you start digging in there are other people that have say they have the same ability but this was on live fucking tv and the cameraman live live tv well they couldn't they have made a little drone thing or something it was from 1995 i think oh it was 2000 it was it was much earlier it was way up in the fucking sky this dude, it looks like a homeless guy. He ain't standing around no fucking... <laughs> I mean, like, it. the reporter legitimately is like, what the fuck is this? And so the light comes to them, it stays there, and then it goes off into the distance, and, like, the reporter guy is calling his his supervisor. He's like, you are not going to believe this, but this, fuck, this thing showed up. And he's like, I'm looking at it right now. And he gets off the phone, and then uh-huh. they're standing there talking, and he's like, is it... Is it coming back? Is it coming? And this is the reporter. And it like the light thing like comes back uh-huh. to them. And he's obviously rattled by the whole thing. I mean, it did There's not seem There's a lot of staged. actors in L.A. that are really oh great. God. I'm just saying like everybody's thinking it that's listening. Like, yeah, okay. L.A. is prime time for this kind of. That's a good point. Quote, unquote, live. Yes, I did it. Mm, <laughs> quote, right. unquote. <laughs> footage okay well i think this has been a great uh, i want to talk more about aliens (laughs) it's okay i've got to pee all right you go pee i'll go talk to my sky people all right maybe you can film your invitation
see what happens. I'll probably wait till I get it down. Get oh. some reliability. Yeah, you don't want to just start putting that out no. there. I'm, there's a very high likelihood right now that people are going to hear this and think, dude has lost his marbles. He's yeah. eaten one too many mushrooms. You can't talk about aliens and mushrooms like very much together. Yeah, I know. We're not there yet. I know. I so know. we got to sprinkle this in like once a year. <laughs> <laughs> Once a year might be our max, but well, maybe not. If the Pentagon releases another, you know, confidential paper and there's another briefing, that gives us permission to talk well, about this again. When I the mothership think. lands, you can just say, oh, Eric was on to something. Everybody's going to call you. Probably. I'll be. That listen yeah. to this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can All I right. go to your house? <laughs> Thanks for listening. And we'll see you in another dimension. Yeah. Peace. To all interplanetary intergalactic members of the Federation. With good <laughs> intentions. I am not going to be friends with you. I don't you care how bad aliens alien other? you are if you're not cool. I don't think that if if they are capable of getting here, something tells me they would be beyond that whole destroy everything in our path. Yeah, likewise. That's how I've always felt. It's like, why are y'all fucking this planet up? You could be taking the technology instead of destroying each other and traveling other places. Alright. And the beating of the drum.